Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to a new episode of the Happiness Headspace podcast. So today we're here with Alana Cave. So would you like to introduce yourself? Oh, hi, I'm Alana. My name is Alana Cave and I dance. I'm Chloe's dance coach. Yes, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. So do you want to just like tell us a little bit more about yourself and like sort of how you got to what you're doing now? Yeah, sure. Um. Well, I never thought growing up that I would ever, A, be a dancer or teaching dance in my entire life. Um, I grew up playing mostly sports, and I was a very, very shy um, person. So in order to help me get past being such a shy little lady, my parents put me in any sport you could think of. So I mostly grew up playing soccer, playing lacrosse, um, and karate was a big part of my life. And then I accidentally got put into dance. Not accidentally. Uh, I had to pick an elective going into high school, and dance was my third choice out of four options. So I just ended up in dance by chance, and I ended up loving it. And then um, I continued out of high school, and I joined a nonprofit contemporary dance company. And then from there, um, I ended up teaching at a studio called HRL Dance Company. And that's where I met Chloe. Uh, when she was just a little little lady she i think you were six chloe so little yeah <laughs> and um i still remember your first jazz piece ever when you wore that little i made you with those shorts with that little tool in the back so cute um i don't remember that it was all that jazz i had you in like a purple tank top with these little rhinestones on it and i sewed tool to the back of these shorts like a little poofy yeah alana tool. alana makes all the costumes <laughs> I try my best. I'm self-taught. I'm not very professional, but I do my best. Um, and yeah, so I was in Sejap and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I it took. I was only 23 when I realized I wanted to pursue dance as a full-time career and um, coaching and teaching as a career. So I was going through some stuff and I ended up leaving everything behind and just said, okay, I'm going to focus on dance and this is where I am now. COVID has taken a little bit of a hit on our um, our dance goals, but that's okay. We're going to keep moving forward, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, also, don't you have a black belt in, belt in karate? Yes, I have a black belt in karate. Um, it's been Just a while. Just thought I'd mention that for everybody because it's it's like really surprising because like, like we wouldn't expect you to have a black belt in karate. No. No, but honestly, karate probably did the most for my life. Um, It had a massive impact on me because um, it actually helped me so much in dance with my discipline. And it was very, very strict. So uh, we developed a really strong work ethic. But it also helped me um, overcome a lot of uh, like social anxiety that I had growing up. And it's where I started to it really helped me come out of my shell a little bit because it it pushed you to um it just pushed you to not make excuses and to fight through things you know yeah oh. that's great mm-hmm. um so kind of like switching the topic a little bit mm-hmm. um into more of like a mental health type yeah. of conversation um so how would you say you're doing mentally right now oh well i mean given covid <laughs> I'm sure like a lot of people are feeling right now, it's definitely been tough. Um, 
I'm someone also I've I've had uh, my own issues with mental health outside of COVID. So I think going adding COVID into the mix, it definitely hasn't been helpful. Um, but I'm trying my best to keep a positive outlook about what's going to be happening in the future. But it's a uh, it's very serious mental health, not only like for me, but for the entire community right now and how we're supposed to push through, you know. So I wish I could say it was a little better right now, but it's not. But it's not something that can't be dealt with um, as long as we change our outlook on it, you know, and use each other, yeah. lean more. If we lean on each other a little bit more and rely on the people that are there to support you. I think everyone, despite a lot of people going through a lot of issues with mental health right now, I think it also makes them more open to to supporting the people around them and to help them out as best as they can. Yeah, for sure. And I know, like, for us, like, um, all the dance girls, like, you've been being, like, keep, like, staying so positive and it, like, really helps us, like, you know, see it in a more of a positive way and, like, not get so upset over it. Because, like, when we have, like, uh, like, a role model and our coach, you know, like, being so, like, like acting good about it you know then it's like it makes us like have a little bit more hope but <laughs> we'll see what happens this year with competition and everything yep. everything i realized that the last competition i went to was um two years ago it was that time that pascal cried oh, yes isn't pascal. that crazy that was been guys go listen to the podcast episode with pascal because we talked about how he cried at our competition and pascal and he finally never. he finally admit and he never cries but he definitely cried i was there and i witnessed it after pascal two cried. years it took him two years to admit why he cried oh what, how, so, what a guy pascal but um, yeah yeah i mean it's tough we have to stay positive i'm i'm not gonna lie it's tough for me too but it's a little you have. It's a little tougher when you're a coach and you have people that are relying on you to kind of be positive. Um, that's all I can do is just keep thinking and, like I tell you guys, to think about what's going to happen when this is done. Where do you see yourself and how do you want to come out of the lockdown and come out of the pandemic? And even though right now, especially, it's harder to see when there's going to be an end to this, I just try my best to keep the end goal my focus and to take everything one week and sometimes even one day at a time because it's really easy for things to change so that's just take it one thing at a time one day at a time one week at a time and just keep pushing forward and even though it's tough right now to find the most positivity you can in every situation you know mindset is super important yeah for sure and like no one is having fun right now like in these times like okay i know there's like I don't know, celebrities, I don't know, like, I don't know, Kylie Jenner had a private island and all the TikTokers are in the Bahamas. But like, let's just say like real world people, you know, everybody's having a hard time with it. So like, just like help each other out. And like, I don't know, just, yeah, like you said, we have to try to stay positive and um, see how we could come out of it being better. Mm -hmm. um so I'm gonna change the subject again um, <laughs> <laughs> because somehow if you guys have listened to my other podcast episodes I love just swerving the conversations all over the place anyways um I don't think anybody says that word swerving but anyways um 
So what's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Because I'm sure there's a lot. Because for me, like everybody, I don't know. It just, I'm always misunderstood by people for like random things. But yeah, go ahead. Hmm, Misunderstood. I mean, it's tough to say how people misunderstand me. Um, It really depends on who I'm looking at, I think. Because, again, you're going to be seen in a different light depending on the role you're playing there. Like, if I'm your coach, I think misunderstood. Sometimes, as a coach, I feel a little bit, because I'm I'm pretty on top of my students. Like, how are you doing? What's going on? Why were you in practice? How come? What's going on in this class? And I think sometimes people would consider that to be on a coach perspective as either like a little pushy or a little, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, I can't think of the word right now. But for me, when I'm, when I'm doing that, it's really just to, because a lot of the times if I don't ask the questions, it's not likely that every single person is going to want to come and speak up about it, especially if they're having a hard time or if something is going on. Sorry, my dog is barking like crazy. So I'm just going to move. He's going off. He's going crazy. He was so quiet. Dougie. Shh. That's <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's a misunderstood. I'm not trying to, to ever pressure anyone or to get mad at anyone it's just to understand and it's more in a supportive way and like a, hey I'm here to push you in case you know I know it's hard to push ourselves right now and I and I want the best for everybody in terms of like as a human being um like I said I'm a little shy as a as a person and it takes me a little while to warm up to people so it's a very common misconception for a lot of people that are a little bit like me uh, sometimes we can come across as as a like snobby or rude but it's really we just have a hard time approaching people or like investing in the conversation right away it's sometimes a little easier for us to be approached than for me to go up to someone and even just introducing myself it's not always the easiest thing to do so that's a common misconception about me I think also a misconception about dancers or dance teachers in general a lot of people like to think this is not a real job or this is not credible, or I need to go find real work and start a real, a real job. But you need people like us who are going to push the arts and push students and, and create artists and work on our own artistry ourselves. So just like any job, it's very valid and wanting to push dance again is super risky, of course, but it doesn't mean we don't invest everything we have in it. And this is our life, you know? So people need art a lot more than they think it's all around us, especially dance. So, yeah, yeah. of course, you have yeah. to follow your dreams. Exactly. <laughs> Always follow your dreams as long as even if they're crazy, just keep going. You know? Yeah, actually for me too, because I know I'm like not there in life yet, but like me, like as a like a career, I want to do like acting and singing and dancing and all of that stuff like that's in like the entertainment industry <laughs> or like like quote-unquote influencer stuff and people are like okay like you can't just do that but I think <laughs> Chloe honestly you could do whatever you wanted like it's a it's n- me and like all of my friends who are teachers and we always talk about since I swear Chloe since you were like seven we were always like watch Chloe is going to be the prime minister for sure I she know just- guys I <laughs> 
like, I was walking around the studio, like, I don't know, like, two years ago or something, and then I heard someone say, like, oh, can you ask Chloe to go get, like, I don't know, like, the speaker or something, and <laughs> I think it was Jacob. Jacob goes, which Chloe? Prime Minister Chloe? Yeah, because, like, we really think it's been a thing. You're so ambitious, and what's really cool about you this is for everybody listening a really cool thing about chloe is all of these ideas and these projects that she have she doesn't just talk about them like she puts them into action and that's like you are a great example of actions speak louder than words because i don't think there's any project chloe that you haven't at least attempted if you've thought about it you've tried to go after it you know what i mean so it's that kind of determination and drive and just a, like you have no problem taking a risk and so that's going to bring you no matter where you want to go you know it's yeah, a very thank you very for good saying quality. that you're welcome this is another really random thing that i'm gonna say but think about it the worst case scenario is always death and i believe but that chloe. i'm not scared of no 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 no, no. here's I'm, I'm going somewhere good with this because okay. here i'm not scared of dying because i'm like dying is like i believe that like when you die like you're meant to to die like it, it not, okay not in a way that like if you've lost any of your loved ones like i'm not saying they meant to die i'm just saying like everybody comes on earth and like brings something um to the people around them and like to the world you know and we're all here for a reason and we're all also gonna leave for a reason so like, but that's just like my personal belief but anyways um so then like I, someone made me realize that the other day. I was watching a YouTube video, and the guy was like, yeah, the worst case scenario, well, he didn't say that. He was like, if you're not scared of death, you're not scared of anything. And I was like, yeah, the worst case scenario is always dying. So if I'm not scared of dying, I shouldn't be scared of anything. But then, yeah. like, I realized that I'm kind of still scared of some stuff, but it's fine. Yeah, but fear is actually a lot. It actually will. It's good. Okay, English, Alana. Lately, Chloe, I have not been able to speak at all, but fear is um, very normal, and I think a lot of fear is coming based on, like, because you care about something. At least that's how my coaches always talk to me. It's like, if you're afraid of something or you're nervous about something, it's because you, ha you care about the outcome. So it's a lot. It, I try and look at it as something to be positive, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, that that makes total sense. Like, I, the only reason I haven't, like, done, like, some of the stuff that I want to do is because I'm scared of people's opinions because I care about their opinions. So, I don't know why I care, but, like, I actually care, like, way too much. But that's another whole thing. Yeah, Anyways. Yeah, but knowing um, that you care <laughs> is a good thing, Chloe. So, as you know, I'm 14. So, if you could go back and talk to your 14-year-old self what would you tell her? Oh my God, Chloe, we're getting deep. It's okay, this is good. What would I tell 14-year-old <laughs> self? Um, I would definitely tell 14-year-old me that you don't have to be like anybody else. You don't have to be like any of your friends. You don't have to do, like the same things that they do. You don't have to um, try and act like the person they think you think they want you to be um because in the end you're just gonna come back to who you are to begin with and you're just gonna wish that you were that person the entire time so i think like i had mentioned because i had such a uh, i i dealt with a lot of social anxiety growing up especially in elementary school and high school i tried to start finding myself a little bit more but i thought that 
okay, in order to have a lot of friends, I have to try and like the same things as them and have the same interests and how are they interacting with each other and I need to I need to do that in order for them to accept me or and on top of that it started becoming okay people like I'm a naturally a pretty helpful person I like to help people and I started to realize like that's the only time I had a, a really positive response to who I was it was when I was helping someone or giving something to someone and yes it worked for a while in high school it worked but to what degree you know what I mean like I I wish I had learned to say no to people instead of just doing anything somebody asked just so that they would in hopes that they would like me or want to be my friend because in the times that I did say no and all of a sudden this was not the friend that I had known for so long and it really hurt me I think it hurt me more than if I would have just been like do what's best for you be yourself the right people will come to you and you don't have to worry about the person that you are and just accept who you are I think a lot of people though it's kind of like the same story for a lot of them and I'm sure I feel like I hear a lot of my students saying the same thing too so it makes Mm -hmm. me think about like if everything uh, so many of us are feeling this way and we're all trying to be like each other so that we're accepted by each other and we're all living this reality if we all just accepted who we were as people I think in term it would make us more open to accepting other people for who they are and we can just in general be a lot more happy if we all just accepted who we were as as a human being because I think you have to accept yourself before you start accepting other people you know or else you're just constantly just going to be reaching to become the person everyone you think everybody wants you to be does that make sense yes it makes a lot of sense and like I'm still like that now like I'll just I'll want people to, to like like literally I realized that my ultimate goal in life is for everybody to like me which is like wow Chloe you're gonna go so far in life because like literally I don't even I don't even like everybody so how do I want everybody to like me <laughs> I don't know I need to figure that out but I like often I'll like if someone people will not be like very well they're not mean to me like some people like I know who I'm talking about when I say this but like some people like they'll they like I they're not mean to me they just like never talk to me and then suddenly they like they want food or they want money or they they need me to like uh, they need me to like I don't know ask a teacher for something or they need me you know oh then suddenly like we're best friends I'm like Mm -hmm. okay this is Okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um but you 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 notice it, right? Yeah. But this is a great thing even though it might hurt a little bit now for you to realize it. Like think of it as you're hurting now but working towards something better. Like I didn't realize it Chloe until I was in like Seja. You know what I mean? So you you're only mm-hmm. 14 and you're realizing this and even though maybe it sucks a little bit right now to be that self-aware is a gift that you have. I'm trying to work on not being as like, cause like I stand up for myself. Well, sometimes just in general, like with people that I know, they know that I'm like, oh, like I I don't care. And like, I don't care what people think of me. Like I'll stand up for myself. Like I don't care if they think I'm mean, but like I'm actually the opposite of that. And so if I don't stand up for myself, people, like, won't think anything of it. They'll just think that I'm not, like, I'm not 
affected by anything that they're saying or anything that they're doing. And so I just let myself like get like any, I let anybody do anything and I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like, you know, I, I hope that that made them happier. Like, I hope that made them feel better. But like, if it's like sacrificing, like, how, okay, well, obviously sometimes you have to sacrifice like how you feel for other people, you know, that's just like being nice. Okay. But like, I shouldn't feel like every time that, um, every time that I'm doing something for someone, like, it's just like taking a burden on my life, you know? Cause like, also like, yes, we have to be nice to everybody. And yes, we have to like, um, all help each other out. But like, if we're all just like losing all our energy and like losing all our happiness, I'm like always doing for people who are never going to give back to you that are never going to be there for you when you need them. Then like, there's no point really. And like, okay, this probably makes me sound like a really mean person. Like, yes, I know you have to be there for people and I know no. you shouldn't be nice people just for, to get stuff in return. But no, also that, like, that's not know. what it sounds like you're saying at all, Chloe. I promise you that's not what, how it comes across. I think a hundred, you have a lot of validity in what you're saying. So, um, yes, sometimes you have to help out those who, you are not in a position to either give or to help you. It's normal. But if you are, if you know, and you'll know in your, with your intuition, if you're being taken advantage of or not. And that is a sign that this is not something, something or someone that you need to be helping. This is, you don't feel good about it. You feel like not, not so much that you're not receiving anything or like you're not getting anything back, but it's actually causing you some sort of, of, hurts in any do you know what I mean like there's a difference between helping people and not expecting something in return or the difference in between going above and beyond for people who you know will not ever give back to you and they're just taking advantage of you and the worst part is I could literally name these people like I know exactly who I'm talking about but I just know that next time I see them and anytime they'll ask me to do something I'll just do it because I'm I'm I just like want to stay like being the nice girl like I want I want to be known as the girl who's like oh like oh you treat her like crap like oh it's fine she'll still be nice to you she's just a nice girl but like I don't know why I hold on to that so much because like literally who cares like you can be a nice girl with boundaries Chloe boundaries are important too because you can't give to people if you are an empty cup like Mm -hmm. you have to in an okay place to be giving to people if not it's gonna it's gonna drain you more than anything and you don't want to go into a burnout an emotional burnout that's not going to be very fun for you and who's going to be there to help you all the people that you gave to yeah are all of them gonna are all of them gonna be there i think some of them will definitely be there and that's where you're gonna find the people that want to be there to help chloe as a human you know what I mean? Not helping Chloe so that they can get something in return. Yeah, and I know who's going to be there. And I just need to work in my life on eliminating, not like in a mean way, just like like trying to get the people out of my life who are just taking advantage of me. Mm-hmm. And and then everything is going to be great. Yeah, you can do it respectfully. <laughs> respectfully is fine. And yeah. I don't think you're a mean person. You know what I mean? I try not to be. I know what I have to do. I just haven't taken action because I'm so scared of what people will think of me. For what reason? I don't know because we all end up dead. 
So like, <laughs> I know the way that I the way that I speak about death, like it sounds really dark. Like I always bring up the fact that like we're all gonna die and like you only live once and like stuff like that. But I'm like saying it in a very positive way. But I think you know what, high school, especially for like 13, 14 is a very very tough time. Really mm-hmm. really tough. So. Um, you're gonna be, have to be navigating a little bit throughout the next few years, especially. Oh my God, I can't imagine not only being a teenager but being a teenager in high school through COVID. I can't. I can't imagine what you guys are going through. Um, but you just have to make sure that um, you check in with yourself and be kind to yourself. And if you're confused about stuff or you don't have answers, that's okay. You're gonna figure it out. And what other people think of you is their business and none of yours. And that's really helped me because I think a lot about what other people think of me. But their opinion has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you. Yeah. And a lot of the time when people are judging you in any certain way, it's because they're projecting. Yeah, that's true. Just hear by the tone, tone of my voice that I know you're right, but I don't want to... I don't want to <laughs> accept it because I'm like, no, everybody can like me. Like, I can make it happen, but it's fine. It's it's fine because I don't like everybody. And even though the people that I don't like, I still really try to be really, really, really nice to them because, like, I really, I don't, wouldn't want someone, even if they don't like me, to be mean to me. But, like, and some people just, they don't have that filter, you know? Yeah, and you should be very lucky that you do have the filter. And everyone who gets to interact with you is probably very appreciative of who you are as a person. You know? Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. I mean that. I'm a big Chloe fan. (laughs) I think you're very kind. And I think it's really nice that whenever, um, especially now when I'm trying to engage and talk to people, I think you, you always reciprocate. And that's really appreciative to me and so i'm sure for other people who are searching for someone to open up to when they get to speak to you it probably is very nice for them i really want people to be able to come to me like that like i know for like some people that watch my youtube channel like sometimes they'll dm me and they'll be they'll like explain like what's going on in their life and like it makes me so not happy that they're like going through hard stuff like it makes me happy that like they feel like they could come to me like literally I'm just like a stranger on the internet but like I don't know I really like I really want to be a person that like people can like come to because I know like for me like you're a person that's like so that like I would go to for like if if I needed help you know I really appreciate that as well cool bear you're such a you're such a silly lady uh, by the way, but, everyone, I call Chloe Clobear. Oh, yeah. It's all my dad's fault. Because this is what happened, guys. My dad called me that since I was little. And then he told my best friend, Alexia. He, like, somehow said it in front of her. Then Alexia started calling me Clobear. And then she brought that name to dance. And then now everybody calls me Clobear. And then I decided that I was going to make it my brand because, you know. Good. Um, it's a perfect why brand. Why not? It's perfect. So then I called my, my like, 
um, spam Instagram account. I called it It's Chloe Bear. And I remember a girl at dance came up to me and she was like, Chloe, I think someone is trying to make fun of you. They There's a like, new account called It's Chloe Bear. I was like, oh yeah, that's just my spam account. <laughs> and now every literally everybody calls me that now. It's because it, it's you. It's okay. You know what, Chloe? I'm it's, 27 it's years old and everybody in, on the face of the planet calls, calls me banana. Everyone. Yeah, it's great. And it's it's just like, it's a it's a nice nickname. You even have it. I, I realized yesterday that you have a banana emoji in your Instagram bio. Yeah. It's because everybody, like I started taking Chicago footwork and like I have all of these like teachers and stuff and they're grown men. I've never met them in person before. They all just call me banana. And I'm like, they must think I am the weirdest person they've ever met. They're like, who is this girl who's 27 that calls herself banana? I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. I didn't choose this name. It was a name that was given to me. And you just roll with it. It's great. It's amazing. And honestly, I love having a nickname. Yeah, it's, it's kind of It's like it's like an inside yeah. joke it's not really a joke but anyways but going back to what you were saying before this is like completely random but I kind of want to talk about it because it's like really interesting well it's not interesting well you guys can decide for yourselves so but basically how you said that like 13 years old and like kind of 14 um is like really hard in high school but I know for me when I was sec one so seventh grade so for anybody who's like in any other countries i don't know exactly how it works but in the u.s that's still in middle school but anyways i'm in canada and it's in high school that's all that's important and so i know that i was literally going through the worst time of my life and i almost did something really bad but i think we all know what i'm talking about but we're not gonna go into that more deeply but basically literally no one knew like, no one, uh, well, maybe some people were like, sometimes I look a bit sad, but like, literally no one knew like, how bad it was. And I, like, I literally, like, I went to school every day, I went to dance every day. And like, I just like, I was just always smiling. And I was always like, hey, guys, I'm Chloe. And like, I'm happy. Like, you know, like, like, I, I was known for being a little like, like, oh, little positive Chloe, you know, like, I feel like I still kind of am like, I'm like I, cause like I'm really good at hiding my um, emotions behind the smile, and that started it's in seventh grade because like I I just started like, like always pretending that I was doing great, and I remember one night at the studio, I remember um like after a, a practice, like I was just like I don't know something happened in like my brain, like it wasn't anything at the studio that happened, it was just like with myself, and cause like I hadn't like. I hadn't let my emotions out in so long. I literally went into that little room, like the little room where we put our bags and stuff, and I started bawling my eyes out. And oh, then Claire. I'm like trying to hide, you know? And then what happens? Like six girls walk in <laughs> to get oh. their stuff. And then they're like, oh, what's wrong? And then I was like, no, I'm fine. And like, who believes someone that says they're fine when they're crying like super hard? No one. And then it was like really embarrassing kind of but it's like literally everybody was like why are you crying like I've like literally like you're never sad like you know but like 
it like no one would have ever known that's why i locked myself in that little room i was like no one can know like i'm fine when i'm here when i'm at school when i'm in front of my family i am happy chloe i am chloe that's like never sad and that's never going through anything and i just need to be positive but i feel like this year i've gotten a bit better at showing my emotions not with a lot of people but i still think that i've made an improvement which i'm proud of myself for but it's crazy like how good our generation is as high well not just our generation but like i feel like with social media and everything like people have become so much better at hiding their emotions behind a smile and like I know for a fact that like I have some friends um, that I always thought they were like the happiest person in the world, like literally friends, you know, that I literally like they're friends, they're people I hang out with frequently. And I found out like only recently, like that they're actually in a really bad place mentally and everything. And it's so like, it's like we're just getting tricked by everybody around us. Yeah, but I'm also someone tripping, tricking people. So I know, but uh, have you? Haven't you ever? I'm not sure if you've heard this, but they a lot of the times they say the people that are the happiest are usually the mm -hmm. ones that are struggling the most. That's like a, a exactly. lot of people. Even if you look at comedians, a lot of comedians actually have a lot of issues with um, things like depression or uh, mental illness. So. I think a lot of the times it's like a coping mechanism also. And it's just mm -hmm. sometimes an overcompensation. So I think to just check in on your friends regularly, even if you notice a small, something very, very small is off. It's really important to check in on them. And sometimes just be like, hey, how are you doing? And sometimes someone just needs that because they don't necessarily have the strength to go and open up to someone, you know? But if yeah, they're exactly yeah, but if they're asked, it makes it a little bit more easy. Yeah, definitely. And I know we talked about a lot today, and I barely asked any of the questions that I had for you. But I'm realizing, like we've been recording for a while. Yep. <laughs> so at least there's a lot of things that probably, hopefully, people can relate to, and um help can help them but if you guys are going through anything and you don't want to talk to anybody that you know you guys can always well if you don't know me or if you know me any any which way you can come to me and dm me on instagram so yeah definitely and so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode thank you so much for doing the episode with me thanks for having me chloe i can't wait to see you very soon virtually of course yeah <laughs> me and chloe get to dance together all the time so we get to see each other virtually it's very fun i can't wait till we're back in person though me it's neither be soon we just need to manifest it it's, we have to manifest it and that moment when we're all together is going to feel amazing we're never gonna want to leave yeah that's the good part about this it's gonna make us appreciate so much more everything exactly you know? And it gives people so. perspective of what they really want in life, you know? Yeah, exactly. So thank you so much. Thank you, Have Chloe. A good one. You too. Bye, Chloe. Bye. Bye.